welcome to Free Friday on Saturdays. So I had a little hiccup last night. Thankfully, my mother-in-law is doing great and is going home today from the hospital. Um, so today, yesterday's Free Friday is actually going to be today here on Saturday um, in my workout and my moving clothes because I um, worked out this morning and then we are... Uh, doing a bunch of stuff, but one of the things is moving our furniture all out of our living room for new carpeting. Yay! So I'm super excited about that. So um, just come as I am today. All right, so um, I have so much information to share with you about chocolate, specifically about moving from like that creamy, wonderful, amazing Dove milk chocolate to something a little bit healthier, um, specifically targeting the video from Wednesday, Weighty Wednesday, which was the six seductive craving concentrations and how we are dopamine spiked by these overly concentrated foods like Dove milk chocolate, right? Who doesn't love Dove milk chocolate? Now, if you are already a um, dark chocolate lover and um, you, you know, you can bite into that 100% dark. Have you ever seen those? It's like, whoa, who can do that? Um, or when your mom was cooking and you were young and she had baking squares of chocolate there, you thought it was a treat to bite into that, then this will not apply to you. <laughs> but if you are like me and you are just trying to not necessarily change the caloric load, because it's very important to note that um, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, um, sugar-free chocolates, which I'm going to be explaining all of that in just a moment, but just for the purposes of this, it's very important to note that these are not calorie reductions. Now, you'll see right here I have a lot of stuff. See, I'm sitting here with, I have all my chocolates here that I'm going to be explaining. All my ingredients over there that I'm going to be explaining. So um, this is going to be long. So I'm sorry about that, but I didn't want to break it up since it's on my personal page. So that seems a little bit uh, wonky there. So um, that whole camera is a little bit wonky, but Okay, so I am just going to dig right in and talk to you about this. Like I said, if you're already a dark chocolate fan, then this won't apply to you. If you are looking for a lower calorie um, way to eat uh, chocolate and things like that, um, then this probably won't apply to you either. Because uh, even though we have, we get it in our heads that sugar-free is less, we get in our heads that dark chocolate is better, and while they do not have the extreme dopamine spikes that I was talking about the other day. Like, you know, when you eat a Dove candy bar, you want to eat more and more and more. You eat dark chocolate, it's not so bad. You can just, you know, say, I'm done for the day. Or like sugar-free chocolate. If um, we're talking specifically about those sweetened with stevia today, like a healthier way of sweetening um, chocolate that is not that does not have that same dopamine spike and the same addictive properties as sugar might have for some people. Um, but those are those are easy to stop. And the other things like peanut M&Ms, Dove milk chocolate bars, you know, I just found the most amazing thing that I've ever had, which is Dove milk chocolate coated um, cashews. So those kind of things are, you look at that and you're like 240 calories, they had five little pieces of chocolate in it. And then you do you want two packages, right? Whereas if we want to get away from those addictive properties, and I'm not saying that that's like, a true addiction, but addictive properties. We want to get away from those addictive properties, and we want to uh, curb our cravings a little bit, and uh, get away from sugar, and have some healthier options. Then that's what this video is about. All right, so I'm going to start with the basics. I just talked about why change, uh, but to, to 
change your chocolate, but yet still enjoy it. This is still enjoy it. Like for me, I just didn't like dark chocolate. So I just wasn't really, you know, just getting a dove dark chocolate bar and just like, oh, I love this chocolate so much. I can't wait to have it. You know, uh, it, that just didn't do it for me. The same is true the stevia sweetened lilies chocolate, all right? So these are the two of the things that I'm gonna be talking about that I did a lot of my um, experiments on, so to speak. So these things are just not that endearing to me. They're not that uh, um, enjoyable to me. And so I set out to say, okay, how can I make these chocolates a little bit um, more enjoyable still keeping the healthy components to them so we're not getting into the sugar we're not getting into such so many of the addictive properties and yet um uh and yet still like them still enjoy them so that's what this is all about so again if you're a dark chocolate person you're gonna say why would i do all that okay all right so the first thing is that um i have two different examples as i said the first one is a dark chocolate and these are 60 to 100 percent cacao so that means that they can range in uh, something like this, which is like not very dark really, uh, to like this 100%, which would be like, you know, if you bite into it kind of thing, and then everything in between. A lot of people will do, and I have some links down below, they'll do like the 72% Lind or the 80%, um, uh, what is that one? Save the Earth, I can't remember what that one's called, but, but at any rate, um, and they like this out of hand but those with sugar and milk chocolate cravings do not. So we can dilute this flavor down in a very simple way, actually, and um, enjoy it more, um, but yet not be so addicted to it, right? Because I had to clear my house out of the Dove milk chocolates and the peanut M&Ms because those were things that, um, you know, you buy snack packs and so forth, you're only going to have one, but because of the dopamine spikes, especially for me with the peanut M&Ms, because that's my all-time favorite, and that's what I always have for every festivity and every movie theater and everything, so just getting away from that. Um, the next one is uh, the sugar-free chocolate, and this is a healthy version of a sugar-free chocolate that you can get at Kroger and places like that. Um, I have links below for it, but this is stevia sweetened milk chocolate. So, but they also had the stevia sweetened dark chocolate. Uh, they have these chocolate chips, which I'm almost out of, which are the stevia sweetened chocolate chips. And um, for those who do not really care, you know, what your sweetener is, as far as, you know, a sugar-free type of sweetener, um, if that's the case, then you're probably just better off just doing something like, um, you know, some of the, uh, what do they call that, the Atkins type of products and stuff like that that are sweetened with Splenda or Malitol or whatever, if, if that doesn't matter to you. But if you are really wanting to do something to make you like this more, or make you like this more, these are the healthier versions, then, then you can stay with me. Um, and this is one, these are available like at Walmart or something like that. But they are sweetened malitol, and they are, um, you can have some definite stomach issues with these, so I don't like to use them. As a matter of fact, this is just an old bag I found because um, I don't enjoy those. I don't enjoy the taste as much, and I also don't enjoy the stomach distress. So, so these are the chocolates that we can work with to, what can we do to make them more enjoyable all right while still keeping the healthy versions of them so the first one is uh um using the power of dilution so when you think about diluting something you know you think about 
like how you try to trick your kids by putting vegetables in their muffins. You know, you shred carrots and you put it in their muffins or you uh, put spinach in your smoothie because you can't taste the smoothie because it is diluted with the other flavors of your smoothie. So that's a concept that I'm going to be teaching you today is to dilute the flavor. Um, and one of the ways that you can do that is with peanut butter or other nut butters. So you can start, you can do something like this, which I wouldn't recommend this because this is here for the grandkids, but um, this is full sugar. So I wouldn't recommend it because we're trying to get away from sugar, but you can use regular peanut butter, um, unsweetened, almond butter, unsweetened. Um, this is just a whipped peanut butter. So all that means is that it's regular peanut butter whipped and, and light and with air. So that's not really that different. Or you can make your own peanut butter with something like this, which is a low calorie option. So you can use this with water um, and it tells you how to do it on the label. I recommend starting out with a smaller container and trying some different kinds because um, it's for us, we would never spread this on on bread or celery or whatever because we don't like it that well but mixed into things like mixed into cream cheese and things like that it works well to make dips and things like that and you can also use it in smoothies and so forth so the first way of diluting is to use whatever kind of chocolate you've chosen with a nut butter all right and then the instructions are right there below so I the, the measurements are important because if you put too much of the nut butter or you put too loose of nut butter, you're going to have um, a very loose chocolate, right? The looser your nut butter, the looser uh, your chocolate will be. And um, I'm gonna talk about storing them in just a moment. So for that, you just uh, melt approximately one and a half. This is 1.44. Uh, this is half of that would be one and a half. Uh, ounces of dark chocolate or sugar-free chocolate and watch closely. I do have instructions in my free sugar-free solutions book, uh, my ebook that you can get for free. All right, so you, the instructions are there, but anybody who has ever done any kind of Christmas uh, candy making, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, it, this is literally, I mean, to, to do something like this, turn this candy bar right here into something a little bit that I like better is literally a 90-second task, okay? It, it, Sounds like it's a big deal, but it's really not. If you have melted chocolate before in the microwave, um, that's how I do mine. I know some people don't like to do that. You can do it on stovetop and you can do it on a double boiler, but it's literally a, um, a 90 second task. So you melt this um, just until it is glossy, but not yet melted, just like if you're making Buckeyes at Christmas time. And then you stir in one fourth cup of nut butter. All right, then you spoon into a container that's lined with parchment, such as one of these, and then you freeze until firm. All right, so then, you know, being that it's in a container like this, all you have to do is pull it out, pull the parchment out, put it on your cutting board, and cut it into squares. And then um, I refreeze it, and you can put it into bags individually or whatever you want at that point. Now, tips and tidbits about the peanut, the nut butter version. All right, so you can see um, uh, the um, different ones did it differently. So like here is uh, one that I did with the lilies and it's a little bit firmer 
out of the freezer, but it's still not something you could carry around with you. And that is the downfall of these methods is that they're not really something that you can carry with you because they are loose, right? They're softer. It'd be more like um, if you put too much peanut butter in it or too much cream in just a minute, it will be, spoon, you're like your grandma's spoon fudge, right? So that won't work very well. Um, but you can even see like on this one, um, it is a dark chocolate and it's very loose. Um, and it's been out of the freezer for a while. So that's probably uh, the first part. So definitely the peanut butter firms up better than the cream that I'm about to describe to you in just a moment, which is like more of a ganache or a soft ganache, a firmer ganache. Um, these do not necessarily have to be stored in the refrigerator unless, you <coughs> excuse me, unless your nut butter was extremely loose, but you're gonna wanna experiment. Like I was surprised the difference in how they firmed up from the lilies versus the uh, Lily Bar, versus the Lily Chocolate Chips, versus the um, sh uh, Dark Chocolate. So they're gonna, and, and of course, you know, it's also dependent on how thick you make it and so forth. I use one bar, one and a half ounces for one of these little bowls. And then it gave me just a little, little chocolate treat there. All right, um, now they can be used for mixes. And that actually, I'm going to explain that when I get to the mix-in section, but these can all be used with mix-ins and that will um, make it more palatable to non-sugar-free people, so forth. Like for me, I really, really prefer to do something like this, to dilute it a little with peanut butter or dilute it a little with cream. And then I like to put nuts in it because I really like um, nutty candy. Uh, also, just as far as the sugar-free candy is concerned, and if you're trying to use sugar-free candy for family, for kids and things like that, these can get extremely expensive, and so can these chocolate chips. So by diluting it with peanut butter or with cream in just a moment, and then adding some mixed ends, you can make them a candy treat that is sugar-free, is um, you know not so hyper-palatable, and uh, seductive, and also um, is a little bit less expensive. Uh, again, you can cut it into squares. You can also put it into molds. At the blog, I have something, many things that I've done with molds, but only for the blog. I, I don't take that kind of time. This is something that I would eat one of these at the end of one of my two meals a day. And so I wouldn't, I'm not going to deal with doing all that. <laughs> all right. So, um, but you can. Uh, you can also sweeten it if you Want to sweeten it more? You can sweeten it with a healthy sweetener like this uh, Lakanto powdered monk fruit sweetener, or with the pure drops. Just be sure that if you add any kind of sweetener, you add it after you've melted. So you've melted it. Now you're just going to put a little bit of powdered sugar, quote unquote, or a little bit of the uh, stevia drops in it, and then stir it right away because you can't put that in before you melt it. It will not melt well. Um, they can also be used melted as a fondue or a dip for fruits and cookies and so forth. I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. And, uh, you know, you can experiment with the amount of nut butter, the, you know, the amount of chocolate and so forth. Um, just to give you an example of, well, I'll move on. I'm going to move on to the ganache and then we'll come back to the mixed ends. All right. So using these same three, right, there's the Lily Sugar Free Bar, um, which it's just okay by itself, but I like it a lot better with peanut butter in it or with cream in it, the little chocolate chip and the dark chocolate. Um, to do the cream version of this, and um, the cream version is obviously going to make it, you know, even creamier. So the calories, again, calories are not going to be affected by this. It's not, you're not, this is not making a low calorie treat any more than if you just buy 
you know, 100% dark chocolate, you're having a low calorie treat. You're not those. I just think we need to get that out of our heads because so many people automatically think healthy, healthy or healthier, lower calorie. And I also am hesitant and sharing, you know, fewer and fewer, actually, my blog used to be like all healthy substitutions and doing less and less of that um, as I have learned more and more about the need to just eat less. So it's not like I'm, we're, I'm not personally trying to find a way to eat more. Can I eat more chocolate? Can I eat more chocolate? Um, and I think that we have to watch our motivations a lot with that because we all know that we eat way too much food. And so if our motivation to make more of these things is just, now I can eat more, now I can eat more, then, then I think that's kind of a, a bad place to be. It's bad for your long-term health and uh, weight goals. And um, it's also uh, deceptive to us in that we then don't understand. You see people all the time, I'm, I eat all real foods. Why am I not losing weight? Well, it's because we eat too much. So anyway, that is another topic for another day. So let's go to the ganache. Now, for the ganache, basically, when you mix cream in with any kind of chocolate, you are making a form of ganache, right? G-A-N-A-C-H-E. All right. And that is, of course, in its you know, regular form, a ganache is a frosting, right? So, you you know, when you go to the bakery, you might see, you know, cake with chocolate ganache, or you might see, um, you know, cupcakes with ganache on them. Um, what we're doing here is just making a soft chocolate uh, that you can pick up as long as it's in the refrigerator. All right. Now, this is looser than peanut butter, so it is going to be, um, it's liquid. It's a thick liquid. Cream is a li thick liquid, but it is going to be uh, creamier, and it's going to be softer. All right. So, um, in this instance, you heat one-fourth cup of full-fat cream in the microwave or stovetop or double boiler. All right. And... Uh, you want to watch that closely because you want it to get bubbly and boily enough, boiling enough to melt your chocolate, um, but you don't want it to, you know, scald or whatever. So then you mix in your broken up pieces. Again, these are already broken up into squares. You just break those squares up or mix it in your chocolate chips and spoon into a container lined with parchment and freeze until firm, cut and score. All right, so this doesn't firm up as well as a nut butter version, but is the beginning of ganache. So you can experiment with this on different levels of softness and use it for dips and um, obviously for frosting as well. Um, it has a creamy taste, which is really nice, but again, it's not portable. So that's another problem with that. Uh, the mix-ins work well with it. Um, can be used as a fondue or a dip or whatever, and you can also sweeten this more. Um, if you would like. And there is a possibility that you might want to sweeten the dark one a little bit more with a powder. Don't use granulated. You need a powdered, um, a powdered uh, healthy sugar, sugar substitute or the pure drops. And it's at the very, very, very end after it's already completely melted. If you put this stuff in and then try to melt it, you won't end up with a mess. All right. So um, this is what we end up with. When we do something like the... Um, the Lily's milk chocolate, we just end up with this, and these have been out for a while, so, and then I just put it on the cutting board and cut, and then I have little squares that look like, kind of like the fudge that you have at Christmas time, or something like that. Um, it's a little bit soft. Uh, the, um, 
The dark chocolate ones did not firm up nearly as well, so those would definitely need to be kept in the freezer. Uh, you can do it however, whatever thickness you want, but I found that these small bowls like this are perfect for one and a half um, ounce of chocolate. This, um, this one here, I just put a bunch in at the end because I had some leftover chocolate chips I was trying to use up. And you can see that these keep real nicely. And, I mean, if it weren't summer, you could probably put this. This is one with peanut butter. You could probably put it in your purse and have just a little, a little square after your meal or whenever you want. Um, I like to close my window with a little something sweet, either a piece of fruit or something like this, uh, as far as intermittent fasting windows are concerned. Now, uh, just for a little bit of comparison, um, these are listed in there. These are called Take Five Bars, and I'm getting ready to start talking about the Nixon, so I'll just pr present these to you right now. These Take Five Bars do not have any peanut butter or cream added to them, and the recipe is there. The link to the recipe is there. But they have Take Five Bars or those candy bars that have a lot of stuff added to them, and so that's what these Take Five Bars are right here. And these are firm, firm, just like a candy, because they do not have any cream and they do not have any peanut butter. They're just melted one of these um, either this or this um, if I were doing if I were just going to do straight up dark chocolate there are a lot of dark chocolates that already have things mixed in them I would just buy them you know what I mean but this works really well to use the Lily's chocolate which is the stevia sweetened sugar-free chocolate to make um, some different treats so when it comes to mix-ins you will melt and uh, once it is melted you will um, stir in your mix-ins, whatever your mix-ins are, and then you'll uh, pour it into your quote-unquote molds. These are my lazy molds, all right? <laughs> and even, it, even with the lilies without the peanut butter or the cream in it, when you have the mix-ins, it definitely cuts through some of the stevia flavoring. Um, so it would definitely, uh, I think your kids would find it more uh, palatable. Uh, and they would probably have fun making it. I mean, it would literally, to make like, to make like this whole lily bar, you make two of these, um, it would be pretty thick because you would have mix-ins. Uh, it would literally be, you know, with kids, two hours for you, five minutes. <laughs> I had seven kids. I know what I'm talking about. All right. So with these take five bars, you can see that they are just, just like eating regular candy bars. So if you want to use the uh, Stevie Sweet and Chocolate but you don't really like that taste, you can do uh, the mix-in. Now, another option for um, uh, the mix, well, let me talk about the different mix-ins. You can do anything you want for the mix-ins. If you're trying to do low-carb, and I know um, a lot of people do low-carb, a lot of people do keto. Keto, I would really question a lot of, um, I don't really think keto is very, um, uh, works very well with treats because of the 80% fat and then the 15% protein and the 5% carbs. Um, you would usually, people who are doing keto are just pretty much fat and a little bit of meat and um, eggs and cheese and some green vegetables uh, because it would really take you over your carb amount even if you just used something as low carb as dark chocolate. But for low-carb people, that is you're trying to stay under 100 carbs or 60 to 100 carbs or whatever that might be, these kind of treats work really well. So if you're trying to do mix-ins that are low-carb, um, you uh, would have um, something like uh, nuts, for example. So you would maybe use peanuts, uh, pecans, almonds. Um, you could use uh, chia seeds. 
you could use um, seeds like pumpkin seeds, um, things like that. Um, chocolate chips, you could actually have chocolate chocolate, double chocolate, sounds very chocolatey to me, but um, there are also, of course, lower carb cereals and crackers and chips out there. Um, and then I have a recipe here for a uh, low carb peanut butter cookie that you can crumble in it as well. So then they would look something like this and they would be filled with five things. I think these are filled with coconut, that's another low carb thing, um, sugar-free caramel sauce, peanuts. Um, these are also filled with, um, oh, they might be filled with sugar-free marshmallows. That's another option. Um, but they might be filled with this. Now, this is a, a low-carb tortilla chip and most tortilla shell. And most people who do low-carb, you know, use these, something, not keto, but low-carb. They use this um, as a basis for a lot of things like a vehicle for other foods, and I think they have six net carbs, so you know that works out real well if you're on 60 carbs. It's not uh, too much of a stretch to have something like this. Um, but um, then they can make pizzas and roll-ups and all kinds of things out of these. But one thing that a lot of people do not know is how well they crisp up. And so um, this is just a, a healthy tip in general. If you're trying to have a healthier cracker or a healthier chip, whether you want a sweet kind of cracker, like a graham kind of thing, or you want a savory, you can use any uh, any healthier wrap, um, whether it's a uh, mission uh, carb balance or you know something else that's healthier, and you can actually crisp them in the microwave and they become little chips. So you can also do this in the oven. There is a link to the article that describes how to do this. Uh, these right here are are, then you can break them up and use them in things, and that's actually one of the crispy things that are in these Take 5 bars. So um, this is a really unique idea because it's so simple. It takes like 90 seconds. Am I on a thing about 90 seconds? I, I love time. I love measuring time. I love everything about time. I love saving time. All right, so um, all you do with this is melt a little butter or spray with olive oil or whatever. Uh, I usually use a pie plate, glass pie plate, cut them up into squares like this, put them in the pie plate, toss them with the butter or the olive oil or the spray, and put them in the microwave for 30 seconds, turn, turn them a little bit, 30 seconds, turn them a little bit, and I overcook these just a little bit. But you can also do it in the oven, um, but you have to watch them so closely. I'll never do it in the oven again because I burn too many that way. So anyway, these are just, see, they're crackers. Huh. Who would have thunk it? Now, you can do the savory like this with uh, the butter and or olive oil and salt or other seasonings, like if you want a garlic cracker or something like that, or a garlic parmesan cracker. Um, but for our purposes here, I actually toss these in the granulated version of this uh, fruit sweetener and uh, toss them in that, and then they turn out to be little sweet chips that are really, really great for um, dipping. I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute too. So those are all some low carb options. If you're making, you wanna make a mix in for kids, um, you know, again, you can get by with something like this with um, crumbled up cookies, crumbled up crackers, crumbled up, um, you know, if you just want to do more like savory type, I mean, uh, non-sugar type things, which I recommend because we're all trying to eat the sugar-free candy, right? So you can do um, 
some healthier crackers, healthier pretzels, uh, these pretzel flats, definitely nuts if your kids do not have aversions to nuts and so forth. So um, uh, you could also do crushed popcorn in them as well. So those are just some ways that you can do mix-ins. Now another thing that you can do is to do some layering. And that's what this is, but it actually, so it's really not It has, it has a layer of um, chocolate melted, and then a layer of peanut butter, and then a layer of chocolate. Now, um, obviously, you can just buy the Dove or dark chocolate Reese's, right? And there's no reason to, unless you just really want to avoid sugar. If you really want to avoid sugar, then you would want to make this yourself. You can also make it out of this and then go completely sugar-free, which I think my recipe, I forgot to put it in the link below. I know what it's called. It's called Rishi Cups at DonnaReach.com, Rishi Cups. So, um, again, you can dilute it with peanut butter. You dilute it with cream, but then you are pretty much stuck, you know, with uh, eating at home, all right? And so with your layers, you are enclosing the mix in so to speak so you can get by with wetter fillings uh like cream cheese is a really good filling uh for this kind of thing like a chocolate cheesecake candy um sugar-free caramel peanut butter nut butter um whatever um i do have a fancier example there uh called girl scout tagalongs and i have a recipe for that at the blog and basically if you've ever seen the the non-sugar-free tagalong recipes that you'll find on Pinterest and things, they take a Ritz uh, cracker, they spread it with peanut butter, and then you pour the chocolate over it. And you can do the same thing with sugar-free treats, and you can make this for your kids very, very easily. I use these right here, and I, um, for the blog, okay, I had to tell you this, because I had a cooking assistant at the time because my rest, my blog used to be a complete cooking blog. And so I had a cooking assistant there, sweet, sweet girl. And um, now it's an intermittent fasting blog and I still do teach some of the stuff, but not like that because now we eat less and we don't need to cook as much. So, um, but we use like biscuit cutters and cut all of our balanced tortillas up so that they'd be perfectly round for the pictures for the blog. <laughs> Yeah, you would not believe what food bloggers go through. They are hardcore, dedicated people. You need to appreciate those people. If you if you follow a person's blog, all the all that art, all that illustration. I mean, you have to test everything. They have to cook everything. They have to bake everything. Then they have to photograph it. It's a lot of work. But at any rate, you can do the same thing with a healthy cracker, a healthy cookie, whatever you want to start with. You could even use like the peanut butter. Um, sugar-free peanut butter cookies and use that for your base as well have these up use them spread it with peanut butter and then dip it in chocolate all right so that is a uh, um, a cool way to do a uh, fancier Girl Scout tag-along all right um, so again when you are doing the layers you're going to melt your chocolate partially and then you are going to um, pour your next thing into it. And then you are going to freeze that and then melt the next layer and put it on. So just like any other kind of um, candy that you made at home at Christmas time or whenever that was not sugar free. 
All right. Uh, then the last thing I'm going to talk about is before my little baby Jack Jack comes is uh, dips. So uh, these are really suited to dips. And so if you want to make yourself a treat at home and you're not going to be transporting it someplace, that works really well because um, you're, you know, you don't need for it to stay firm. It can be a little looser in that way. So when you are doing the very first steps with the peanut butter or the cream, just keep in mind the more peanut butter, the looser it gets, but the, also the more dilution you have. So if you were really, really, you know, trying to enjoy dark chocolate or trying to enjoy, you know, sugar-free chocolates and you um, want to dilute the taste further, you could do that with more cream and with more peanut butter, all right? The more cream you add, the more it becomes a ganache, right? So in, you add, you know, X amount of cream. I don't know what that would be, what you start with. And then you add your chocolate and you'll have a frosting, right? <laughs> so you can definitely... Um, you know, do more of the dilution if you use the chocolates for a dip. All right, so it's the same process as the first steps were. Uh, with the peanut butter, you just stir it into your glossy chips once they're starting to melt, or you your glossy chocolate. With the cream, you start out heating the cream and then add the chocolate to it. All right, you won't need to mold it into a container. You can just stick it into any kind of container with the lid, stick it in the fridge, and use it as you'd like. All right, so there are a lot of ideas for using this as a dip. Um, for one thing, uh, kids would really think this was fun and would be different, and they probably wouldn't even notice that you were using a healthier, uh, more sugar-free chocolate. So that would be a really good dessert uh, when you're going to be at home. Uh, Kid-friendly, non-low-carb type of dippers, of course, are marshmallows, stick pretzels. The kids really like these in chocolate a lot. Um, I really like these and chocolate. Okay, I am a kid at heart. Okay, graham crackers, vanilla wafers, apples, strawberries, bananas, uh, cake squares, cookies, cereal bars, granola bars, rice cakes. You know, you can go, obviously, if you're trying to avoid sugar, go on the lower sugar items there. Um, but you can definitely do this for low carb. I've heard of people doing like low carb chocolate parties, you know, where they do a chocolate and, you know, a dark chocolate or a sugar-free chocolate a mixture with peanut butter, think of your basic fondue there, and then they uh, use the low-carb tortilla chips that they have sweetened with uh, a, sh a sugar-free sweetener, maybe some cinnamon, um, and uh, sugar-free peanut butter cookies, um, strawberries, uh, you know, if you like buying low-carb foods like um, uh, cookies and I mean crackers and uh, pretzels and things like that you can do that all right another um, my favorite is the lazy girls tag along cookies and that is where I would just take my chocolate melt it put a little dollop of peanut butter beside it get me some of these and just dip it into them and it's just a really low uh, low carb treat again I want to emphasize these are not low calories and I also um, yeah just want to emphasize stopping when you're full so save room if you're going to have dessert uh, we need to learn to stop when we're full that's a really important um, health concept all right uh, another favorite is cream cheese dip i have my recipe for my um, uh, cream cheese whip so with that cream cheese whip you can break up your chocolates in it stir it in it and have you know when you think about those chocolate chip cheese balls it's very similar to that, but it's all sugar-free. 
You can also um, stir in your ganache after you've melted it or your peanut butter and chocolate together after you melted it. Stir it into your cream cheese whip, that, uh, the recipe is there. Stir it into that. And then you'll have like a um, chocolate mousse or a chocolate cheesecake dip at that point. Or else you can just eat it straight up too. You don't even have to have anything to dip in it. So you can see there are a lot of options for moving into sugar-free chocolates that are not, um, you know, sweetened with um, aspartame and those kind of things that are sweetened with stevia, sweetened with monk fruit, sweetened with a healthier sweeteners that would give you uh, less addictive properties. Um, you know, it takes a lot less of a chocolate like this to satisfy than it does like a Dove candy. I mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, peanut M&Ms, you know, those sharing bags are supposed to be for sharing, but how many of us have used those entirely just for our own treat at the movie theater or something? And I, I don't find that that happens with these kind of uh, things that I've been describing here today. So it's really helped me to be able to control my sugar. It takes a lot less to satisfy me. Again, they're not low-calorie snacks, fifth or sixth or seventh time. Um, and also, I will say that the research is mixed on the stevia as uh, like an insulin spiker. Like, is this going to make me crave? Is this going to make me want to eat more and more? So that's where you want to become a study of one for yourself. So you can experiment and see what kind of things um, help you, what kind of things drive you to, um, to overeat and what kind of things do not. And hopefully this something in this video is something that does not that you can add to uh, your eating protocol without um, having the dopamine spikes and the hyper palatable foods that we can't seem to stop on as easily and as well. And uh, remember from the video on uh, Weighty Wednesday, that video is called, it's at the blog now. I think it's number 49, broadcast number 49. Um, my full-length broadcasts are numbered. Um, I think it's number 49, and it's called Six Seductive Con uh, Craving Concentrations. And from that, and from the research from the hungry brain, we find that the more time we spread out between super seductive food concentrations, the less we want that food concentration because the dopamine spikes are at bay. And so we're not like reminded about how we can't live without peanut M&Ms every time we go to a concert, a movie, whatever. We spread out the number of instances for those types of hyperpalatable seductive concentrations and then we want it less and less. So this kind of thing can really fill in the gap when you're trying to do that. And I know it really helped me a lot. So thank you for joining me. I know that this got a little long, but um, uh, feel free to message me, ask me questions and I can help you figure out what kind of things might help you the most to reduce your cravings and to um, just eat less. I think that's a good place to be. Thanks a lot. See you on uh, Mama Monday. What is Mama Monday going to be about? Um, it is going to be about uh, more often than not. So, um, yeah, more often than not worked for us, helped us for 34 uh, years of parenting. See you then.